0: What's up, guys? It's your boy, DJ Mad, and welcome to Edcast 108.8 FM Radio, the number one educational podcast channel here in the Philippines. Today we're going to take a journey on the path to peace and prosperity. Any idea, guys? Okay, so if you're thinking what I'm thinking, then you're probably right. We are going to talk about the Eastern religions in Asia. So when we usually hear about the Eastern religions, we would think about Hinduism, Buddhism, peace, enlightenment, and other stuff, right? Well, let's start the podcast with some questions like, what are they? Where did this all start? And how did they influence history? So keep these questions in mind, guys. And I hope at the end of this podcast, we would be able to answer those questions in your head. So let's now talk about the history of these religions. And for that, we have a guest here who is a theologist, or rather a theologian, that is actually a professor in the University of the Philippines, Diliman. Teaching AB Theology for already three years, we have Ms. Zairel Pantalion
1: Wow, thank you DJ Med for that amazing intro, huh?
0: Yes, of course! So we have some questions for you today for our podcast, which is basically about your profession, right? Um, Let's start with the question, what are these Eastern religions?
1: The Eastern religions are the religions that originated in East, South, and Southeast Asia, and thus have the similarities with Western religions. This includes the East Asian religions like Shintoism, Hinduism, Taoism, and Confucianism. And for the Indian religions are Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism, and Jainism. This includes as well as animistic indigenous religions. The East-West religions distinction just as the East-West culture distinction and the implications that arise from it is broad and not precise actually. Furthermore, the geographical distinction has less meaning in the current context of global transculturation. While many Western observers attempt to distinguish between Eastern philosophies and religions, this is a distinction that does not exist in some Eastern traditions.
0: Okay, can you like elaborate those religions, like the Indian side and the East Asian side?
1: Um, for the religions in the Indian region. Religions originating in the Indian subcontinent include Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, and Sikhism. The theologies and philosophies of these religions have several concepts in common, such as Dharma, Karma, Maya, and Samsara. Now, for the religions in East Asian region, the East Asian religions subfield addresses the religions of China, Korea and Japan through their historical and doctrinal development, their interactions in their social, political, and cultural context. The subfield addresses Buddhism, Confucianism, Christianity, Islam, Taoism, Shinto, and new religious movements, and other religious phenomena of the region.
0: Okay, since now we have a little background on these religions, we have another guest here who is actually a co-professor of Ms. Pantalion in UP Diliman. He teaches subjects like world religions and Philippine politics and governance in the UPD's senior high school division. Let's give it up for Mr. Mark Noel Fwaso. Hi, everyone. So Ayon, since Ms. Pantalion talked about a little bit of history on the Eastern religions, can you give us some insight about the core teachings?
2: Okay, let's start. Let's start with the core teaching of Dharnamic religions. In Hinduism, Dharma is the religious and moral law governing individual conduct and is one of the four ends of life. In addition to the dharma that applies to everyone, which is called sadha, Sadharana Dharma, um, it is consisting of truthfulness, non injury, and generosity among other values. There is, also, there is also a specific dharma which is Sabharma to, to be followed according to one's class, status, and, and station in life. Dharma contributes to the subject matter of Dharmastat Sutras um religious manual that are earliest source of hindu hindu law and in the course of time has been extended into lengthy compilation of law the dharma shahatra while in buddhism dharma is the doctrine the universal truth common to all individuals at all times proclaimed by the buddha um Dharna, the Buddha and Sangha which is the community of believers make up to the Triana the three jewels to which Buddhism go for refuge in Buddhism metaphysics the term in plural Dharma is used to describe the interrelated element elements that make up the empirical world in Jain philosophy Dharma in addition to being commonly understood as the moral virtue also as the meaning Meaning unique to Jainism of internal substance,
0: um, the medium that allows beings to move. So you were talking about like the Indian religions in Asia. so how about what can you say about the core teachings for the East Asian religions? For
2: the East Asia religions, all of these religious tradition more or less share core um, Chinese concept of spirituality. Divinity, divinity, and the world, and the world order, including the Tao, meaning way, pin, Dao, Japanese to do or, and Korean do, and Tian, meaning heaven, Japanese ten and Korean shon. Early Chinese philosophy defined Tao and advocated cultivating the Di which means virtue, which arises from the knowledge of such Tao. East Asia religions of many Western adherents, through their interpretation, many different significantly from traditional East Asia religious truth and culture. Taoism is a philosophy centered on the belief that life is normally happy, but should be lived with a balance and virtue. Its origin can be traced back to the late 4th century BC, and the main thinker representative of the teaching are Laos and Zhu Xin. While for Confucianism, the main concept of their philosophy includes Rue, amumanness, Righteousness, Property, Etiquette, Loyal, and Financial Pity, along with
0: strict adherence to social roles. Wow, we are just halfway through this very educational podcast and we're already getting so much information from our speakers. Now, let's take a break and try to meditate to calm ourselves from the pressure of the world and take a minute to relax. This will be quick, guys, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the fundamental beliefs, issues about the topic, and opinions of our speakers and yours truly. This is DJ Med, and let's take a break.
3: Let's take just one minute to quieten your mind and help you let go of any stresses of the day. As the music plays, just take a moment just to sit down and just close your eyes. Be aware of your breathing. The gentle in and out of your breath. And just focus on each time that you breathe in. And each time that you breathe out. If your mind wanders, don't worry, just bring your attention back just to that rise and fall of your breath. gentle rise and fall of your chest. You can hear the sound of the music and the waves crashing slowly on the shore. Just Being aware though just of that breathing just of that breath in and that breath out. You can allow yourself just to let any thoughts other than just the thought of your breathing just wash out of you. And as this meditation just comes to an end now, you can open your eyes, smile and just enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Well, that was relaxing, guys, and we are back now to talk about the fundamental beliefs of the religions. So we have here Miss Marie Dominic Miranda, a fourth-year theology student, who is gonna share her knowledge on the fundamental beliefs of our topic today. Miss Marie, what are these fundamental beliefs that these religions have, and what is there to learn?
4: Since the theology and philosophy of Dharmic religions center in the concept of Dharma which is a Sanskrit term for fixed decree, law, and duty, especially in a spiritual sense of natural law and reality. Karma, samsara, and moksha are the examples for the fundamentals of Hinduism. For the Buddhism, they have many teachings and beliefs, like the Triple Chem, the Five Precepts, the Four Noble Truths, and the Noble Eightfold Path. In these fundamentals, one central belief of Buddhism is often referred to as the Incarnation, The concept that people are born after dying, in fact, most individuals go through many cycles of birth, living, death, and rebirth. A practicing Buddhist differentiates between the concept of rebirth and the incarnation. It is most influential across the Indian subcontinent, East Asia, and Southeast Asia with influence felt throughout the world.
0: Okay, now moving on from the Eastern religions, what can you say about the Daoic religions?
4: So, therefore, the dark religions are both philosophy and a religion. It emphasizes doing what is natural and going with the flow, in accordance with the Tao or Tao, a cosmic force which flows through all things and binds and releases them. These religions focus on genuineness, longevity, health, immortality, vitality, wu-wei, which means non-action, natural action, and a perfect equilibrium with Tao, detachment, refinement or emptiness, spontaneity, transformation, and omnipotentiality. For example, the yin and yang which talks about balance. The worldly concern of Confucianism rests upon the belief that human beings are fundamentally good and teachable, improvable, and perfectible. Through personal and communal endeavour, especially self-cultivation and self-creation, Confucian thought focuses on the cultivation of virtue in a morally organized world. The concept of respect for autonomy, beneficence, non-maleficence, and justice and the moral values of these four prima principles have been expressly identified in Confucius' ethics
0: okay i've learned a lot today guys and i hope our listeners right now has learned a lot from our speakers but now let's talk about the issues that these religions are facing today um these religions are kind of controversial due to their practices like the man picks the woman for marriage and other stuff right for some reason people would contradict the religion's certain aspect or way of thinking For instance, karma isn't a scientific principle. Scientists are on the negative team that there's no equal or opposite reaction to our own actions. And when we generally talk about karma, people would ask who decides on what's good and what's bad, right? A higher power? Of course not. It's what other people say or think these days. So let's say, I'll give you a scenario guys. So let's say you're a doctor helping a woman. Have an abortion. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, for you, personally, is that a good thing or a bad thing? For me, I would, think, I would think or I would say yes, it's okay. But a lot of people would think not due to their biblical or like religious beliefs. So... How would karma work in this case? How would you apply the knowledge of these religions to that case and to your personal opinion? Let's go first with our first speaker, Ms. Pantalion. What can you say about this case, Ms. Pantalion?
1: In my opinion, if I happen to be a doctor, I would support the girl to have an abortion. Because looking for a different perspective, what if rape was the root of getting her pregnant? What if she can't financially sustain the child? The world right now is already suffering from numerous dilemmas. What if the girl didn't want to shoulder a child? I wouldn't desire another child to have a tragic life. Imagine another youth that would just suffer just because of unwanted pregnancies. I think karma food for me would be positive. I didn't just save the girl, but also the baby from becoming an unwanted child. I only prevented things from becoming worse. And that's my opinion.
0: Now, that's a good point right there, Miss Pantalion. Now, next we have Miss Marie. How about you, Miss Marie? What is your opinion to this case?
4: For me, it depends on the way of thinking of a person. For religious people, of course, it is a bad thing. But for those who are not, they consider it as a good thing because they value the number of population in their country and sometimes they regard abortion as acceptable in some circumstances. For this case, karma would work for the woman who want to have abortion because I believe that the doctor has nothing to do with that because she is just doing her work. That's all. Thank you.
0: Thank you for your opinion, Miss Marie. And I le- I really like your opinion about the case. Like, you really went in-depth about it. And lastly, now let's ask our opinion of our resident DJ, DJ Connie. So, DJ Connie, what can you say about it?
5: Okay, thank you, DJ Med. So, about it, I'm just gonna say this because it is. So, karma, huh? In my own word, well, there is no good or bad thing. Indeed, what oh, this is really happening, it is about how we, belie- how we believe or how we see things, just like in our religions that were not the same as it be. So, well, karma is karma. What you do come back to you, and karma is a concept of Hinduism, which which explain through the system where beneficial effects are derived from the past beneficial action and harmful effects from past harmful action. Other thing is the modern Hindu community based today, such as a uh, lack of proper leadership, lack of purification due to social and caste system, and the changing status of women. So and so
0: that's it for me, DJ Med. Thank you! Well, I can agree with DJ Connie's opinion, Okay, so if I were the doctor in that position or scenario, I would really go or lean on the scientific method or belief that we should continue this abortion because our patient wants it. That's why you have just certain contracts that the patient has to sign before proceeding to this kind of um, surgical or like procedures. So, but if I would add on my personal opinion about this case, I would say that... I would say no for that because I have my own beliefs like the Catholic belief that life is precious, then why waste it? Because life is given by God and we should cherish it even though it's not our life. That's why there are like many pamphlets given in the church that does not really encourage abortion. But if like that was not anymore your choice, like you really don't have any more choice, then we cannot do anything about it. Um for example also in Hinduism they have that caste system which like explains the reincarnation like if ever you're in the high level in the next level, in the next life you're going to be in a low level if you didn't really cherish your life. That's why if you take an abortion or an or rather an abortion that really leads to certain consequences for my personal opinion. So that's it for today. So before we end this session, guys, I hope you were able to clear the questions earlier in the start and have the peace of mind and knowing more knowledge here only at Edcast Radio. Once again, this is DJ Med ending this session with the quote, If you are unable to find the truth right where you are, where else do you expect to find it? This is the number one educational podcast here in the Philippines, EdCast 108.8 FM Radio. Peace out and keep safe, guys!